listening to After All Things, WSHU's daily news and culture update from the Long Island Sound region. Governor Lamont endorses Joe Gannam for mayor of Bridgeport. A Siena College poll doesn't look too good for Governor Hochul, and it's the 100th anniversary of New York's state parks. Those stories and more are coming up. I'm Sabrina Garone. Governor Lamont has endorsed Bridgeport Mayor Joe Gannam ahead of next Tuesday's election. It's the first time Lamont has outright endorsed Gannam during this race. WSHU's Molly Ingram reports. Gannam is a week out from his fourth election in five months against challenger John Gomes. The campaign has been plagued by claims of absentee ballot fraud on both sides. Gannam spoke to reporters alongside Lamont in Bridgeport on Tuesday morning. I've worked with five governors. I've had the best working relationship governor with you. you. You've been, the, frankly, the most caring and committed, not just to Bridgeport, but shown proven results. And it's my pleasure and honor to say thank you for your support and endorsement. We're showing oh, we're results together, Joe. Showing results together, exactly well put. Gannam secured the Democratic nomination in a primary do-over in January, beating Gomes by more than 1,000 votes. Gomes is now running against Gannam as an independent. Molly Ingram, WSHU News. A new poll has some bad news for Governor Hochul as her popularity among New York voters has declined by eight points since earlier this winter. Karen DeWitt has more. The poll finds that most New Yorkers think Hochul is hardworking, and a plurality of voters believe she is an honest politician. But many don't view her as a strong leader, and they believe she's out of touch with the average New Yorker. Siena pollster Steve Greenberg says the governor lost ground among some core voting blocks, ones that Democrats need to be competitive in this year's congressional races. Interestingly, her drop was largely among Democrats and among downstate suburban voters. So I don't know whether it's some of her budget proposals, the fact that the voters don't see her making progress on the issues they care about. Hochul has gained negative attention for her proposal to make changes to the state's school aid formula, which would result in some school districts in suburban and rural areas receiving less money this year than they would have under the old rules. Greenberg says Hochul's numbers might have also taken a hit from the hotly contested congressional race to replace George Santos. The downstate airwaves, TV radio were filled with commercials. Certainly crime and the influx of migrants into New York were major issues in that campaign. So maybe that had an effect on her numbers. In Albany, I'm Karen DeWitt for the New York Public News Network. Connecticut Senate Democrats say affordable housing is one of the top items on their agenda this year. However, Senate Majority Leader Bob Duff says their proposals will stay away from a state override of local zoning, which has been a contentious issue. We're going to continue to to push that, but we also have to be realistic at the same time to figure out uh, what we can get passed in a short session that makes sense. But zoning will always be an issue. The Democrats' agenda also includes consumer protections and the regulation of artificial intelligence. The session ends on May 8th. This year marks the 100th anniversary of the New York State Park System, and we have a famous Long Islander to thank for that. More on that is coming up. First, a message from our supporter.
Local support comes from Hartford HealthCare, the only health system in the Northeast, with all its hospitals receiving A grades for safety from the LeapFrog Group, the nation's leading independent safety watchdog group, hartfordhealthcare.org. Nurses at Long Island Jewish Valley Stream Hospital reached a contract agreement with Northwell Health to avoid a strike. The nurses union accused the hospital system of discrimination during negotiations. The nurses are expected to vote on the proposed new agreement for improved staff ratios and wages today. Connecticut municipalities may soon deploy license plate readers to track stolen vehicles. State legislators proposed a state grant program to fund the purchase of the equipment. They believe the readers could help find missing individuals. However, civil liberty advocates are concerned this will violate resident privacy. A small airplane on its way to Long Island's Republic Airport this morning performed an emergency landing on the Southern State Parkway. The single-engine plane touched down on the eastbound side of the parkway near exit 33 just before noon today. The pilot reported engine failure while attempting to land. The FAA has opened an investigation. is home to hundreds of state parks, beaches, and trails that are free to explore, but also play a major role in environmental conservation. And this year marks the 100th anniversary of New York's state parks. I had a chat with WSHU's Allison Luna, who's working on a story about how state parks have made an impact. So at what point did New York State decide, you know, wow, we have some amazing landscapes here. We need to do a better job at protecting them. So all of this pretty much wouldn't have started out with like uh, with Teddy Roosevelt. He was pretty much dedicated. Even at a young age, he was very much a, an adventure lover. He loved nature because um, he used to go out with his family up into the Adirondacks. So it wasn't until like he eventually became president that he made it like his ultimate mission to like protect wildlife and public lands. And that's when he created the United States Forest Service. And then after everything, after his presidency, you're able to look back that he was able to protect approximately 230 million acres of public land. Yeah, very cool. And, um, you know, super fitting with President's Day this week. Um, We Long Islanders claim... Teddy Roosevelt as our own, you know, with his summer home out in Oyster Bay. And another famous name on Long Island, or some would actually say infamous, is Robert Moses. Can you tell me a little bit about his role in shaping the state parks in our area as we know today? So I think it's flash forward to 1924. Um, It was when the New York State Council of Parks was created. It was to forge state park systems that New Yorkers know and love today. And under the urban planner, which is Robert Moses and who we're speaking about, the council was uh, made to plan development and set standard policies for New York State-owned parks and reservations and historic sites. So in 1964, um, uh, mostly known as Fire Island, is considered to be one of the oldest parks on Long Island. And I am pretty much a fan of Fire Island because I go every summer. (laughs) Um, It was actually renamed after Robert Moses State Park, um, or it was renamed, I should say. It was renamed to Robert Moses State Park after the urban planner 
finished his tenure of um, a decade earlier. And since 2019, a bill in New York has sought to remove his name in light of his legacy of gentrification and mm. exclusionary zoning practices in communities of color. It's kind of upsetting. But then over time, it's just like, you know, people consider, oh, like he did do something great for Long Island. But at the same time, it did cost a mm. lot. And what are some of the laws in place now uh, to continue to not only preserve our state parks, but our natural environment all around? I was actually able to talk to um, the president of the New York League of Conservation Voters. Her name is Julie Tai. And, she, you know, she brought up the topic of the uh, the Lead Pipe Right uh, to Know Act, which is the legislation that requires making information easily accessible for the public about the number and location of lead pipes to remove all lead pipes impacting like New York drinking water. And then um, this was actually recent. Um, it was Governor Kathy Hochul. She uh, signed the first um, it's considered the Birds and the Bees Protection Act. And it was this um, legislation that protects um, harmful toxins um, by prohibiting the use of certain um, pesticides in the farms like that treat corn, soybeans and wheat seeds. Um, it protects the, um, the pollinators like our bees and the birds and other wildlife that, you know, consume these um, these little pieces of grain or, you know, the <laughs> the mm. stuff that is being grown in these farms. Right. And aside from legislation, how are regular folks able to get involved in protecting their local state park? Getting involved with, you know, any environmental advocacy groups is the best way to really protect the environment. From the looks of it and, you know, doing my whole research with like how much has been protected, I think I think New York is pretty much on a good way to like staying protected for as long as it can. I mean, it's just a matter of, you know, people really taking like that initiative to protecting these these parks and you know all of you know these organizations and everything like they push to um keep those alive i don't want to say it's a matter of time but you know it's a i guess i guess i'm going to restate that it is a matter of time Mm -hmm. until like you know people really want to take a second look and just be like yeah the environment is good for like it's good for us it's good for everyone I will never know because I can't tell the future of what New York State Parks, but I think it has a really bright future ahead of it. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for all your great reporting on this, Allison. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. For the latest news from Long Island and Connecticut, you can listen on the radio or stream anytime with the WSHU app or on our website, WSHU.org. After All Things is supported by Hartford HealthCare. And whether it's news, classical music, or podcasts like this one, they're all made possible with support from our listeners. So if you like what you hear, please consider making a donation to WSHU. All the info on how to do that is there for you on our website. I'm Sabrina Garone. Have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.